Right, it's a massive appointment viewing uh, this weekend here in New Zealand. We are joined by John Hasselbauer. He's got so many titles. He's the PGA tout. He's uh, from the lines. He's poured over the form and the stats for the Masters. It's a big welcome to New Zealand Airwaves. John, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to talk some Masters with you folks. Yes, let's go. Now, I'm a former bookmaker of 20 years, so this is going to be right into my warehouse. And people think it's always hard to pick a Masters winner. What's your view? I feel like it's one of the easiest tournaments to pick probably 20 golfers in the mix rather than a regulation PGA Tour. A, the field's smaller. B, the importance of form at Augusta. What are your thoughts on the difficulty of predicting who's going to do well? Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I mean, a a standard PGA Tour field is going to be closer to 150 players. And here we have 90, but about 15 to 20 of those players are are senior past champions. They're amateurs who get a special invite, or they're just players who aren't in any decent form or, or not able to contend on a course as long as Augusta National. Um, so when you read through that, then you've got, you know, really a field of like 60, 65 viable options. And of that, as you mentioned, all of the trends, of course, history and what it takes between driving distance and a really class short game. Then you start to really whittle this down to, like you said, maybe maybe 10, maybe 20 guys have a, a viable chance of, of winning uh, in an atmosphere as, as pressure packed as this one. And I guess a narrative that we haven't had to deal with before, and it's great for journalists and writers and radio hosts alike, is the 18 live golfers that are going to be playing in the Masters. We haven't seen something like this before. Um, Are they battle-hardened? Is three-round exhibition tournaments going to prepare them for the Masters? Because there's some guys that are now playing in live have good records at Augusta. Yes, um, and I think actually some of the um, some of the players who uh, were chosen to go to live were chosen because they have an appealing resume of major champions, specifically Masters champions. So you have your Patrick Reeds, Dustin Johnson, Charles Schwartzel, um, Bubba Watson are all past uh, Masters champions who've gone to live. And if we've learned anything about the Masters, it's that if you've been able to figure it out once that actually tends to be pretty repeatable. So this is the type of uh, tournament where you don't necessarily need to come in the best form if you've proven repeatedly that you suit um, the course at Augusta National. There's been changes to the course over over years. Quite a big one for a couple of holes this year. Uh, Nothing too dramatic, uh, a bit of lengthening, et cetera. But um, I'm not sure. I think there's only one or two first-time Augusta visitors that have walked away with a green jacket. I think Fuzzy Zeller might have been one, um, but it, it's a hard thing to do, to turn up first time and get it. Yes, you are correct. Fuzzy Zeller, I believe 1979 was the last time a, a debutante had won. There's been three in the history, and one of them was the first guy to ever play. So uh, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> that was a given. It uh, doesn't happen too often, um, but I, I feel like you may be leading into a, a Kiwi as a follow-up to that question. Well, let's go there. Go on, let's go there. <laughs> you know, He's been in great nick in the DP World Tour. He's not afraid to perform on the big stage. He's a real, if there's ever such a thing as a typical New Zealander, Ryan Fox is it. Um, I don't know whether you've seen much of his golf. Disappointing last week, but his big focus 
is Augusta. Let's get straight to him then. Um, is he a chance? Is he a top 20 chance? I would say absolutely. Um, you know, you look at his results coming into here between the DP World Tour and, and the starts that he's made on the PGA Tour. He has a pair of top 20s already in a much, much larger field between the Arnold Palmer Invitational uh, and then the match play the, the week before. So uh, he's shown a little bit of form there. And then um, the strength of his game is undoubtedly the driver. He's one of the longest hitting players in the field this week. And that's so important that at Augusta, one of the longest courses that we see all season. But this year, it's going to be lengthened even more twofold. One by the extended uh, tee boxes. And then two by the rain that we're going to have. It's going to play a lot softer. So the guys who can carry it the longest uh, and don't necessarily need to rely on rollout in these fairways are actually going to have a little bit of an advantage. And the, the, the idiosyncrasy I like about Augusta is you can bomb it off the tee and land left side of the fairway, but you can be dead. Even if you're in the fairway, you can be dead. So yes, you need to be long, <clears throat> but you have to do more than just hit the fairway, don't you? You have to be on the right side of it. Exactly, and that I think ties back to why have debutants struggle to win? Why is course history so uh, prevalent here? Why is it that these older veterans have, have won, like a, a Tiger Woods in the 2019, for example, and it goes back to that experience of like, it doesn't, it, it, you need to know where to miss and you need to know what angles to approach these greens at. So that would be the biggest thing to watch out for. Hopefully he has a good caddy or he's been asking a lot of good questions in the uh, in the practice rounds. Now you do write for thelines.com and there is um, a raft of information there, which is just brilliant. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like steal your thunder a bit. I take Justin Rose every single major, and I have done for about well, whenever he as an amateur finished third at the British Open. I, I feel like he's made for major championships. Who's some sleepers that we could just put five bucks on or something and get a potential nice surprise Sunday America time? Yeah, uh, Justin Rose, I'm with you there. He is the longest uh, odds player that I bet to win. I, I bet him at 75 to 1 odds. Um, the Masters is not really an event that you want to dip too much farther uh, than that, just based on odds history. It's really been, like we were saying in the first uh, part of this, like the top 20 players. So we'll pick one guy from that list, and that's probably who's going to win. Um, Minwoo Lee, I think, you know, from right, right over your guys' neck of the woods as well, just across in Australia. Uh, he was great as a debutante, finished top 15, um, has been really striking it well since he's come over to the States since the Florida swing. Um, so maybe even as a top five, a top 10 bet, um, he is a guy who hits it a mile as well. Um, and has shown, shown the success on this course before. So I'm pretty interested in him. Obviously, the short game, you're going to have to make some long putts. You're going to have to be really tidy because you're not going to hit every fairway, every green in regulation. So <clears throat> you need some touch around the green. So back to the top of the markets. Are there any false favourites that you think are, are a fade? Like um, me personally, I think Justin Thomas. don't think him. I don't think Jordan Spieth. But they're always short just because of their reputation. But I don't think they're in great nick. Who's someone at the top that maybe is an avoid? Yeah, I would agree with you on those two. Um, I think I think Cam Smith is somebody who I would have liked to have seen at longer odds, given the form he's showing on live. He's he's a class of player who really should be finishing 
top five, top 10 every time he steps up into a field of 50. Um, so I'm a little concerned um, that he hasn't shown better form, but he does have sticky course history at the Masters. So, uh, you know, it could be proven wrong, but I'm not loving his price. And even a player like a Colin Morikawa, I think is going to struggle with the distance of this course, especially as it gets wetter. Um, and he doesn't necessarily have the creativity in a short game that I would look for amongst the elite players at this course. So Schiffler or McElroy or someone else? Yeah, I um, I think Scheffler and McElroy deserve to be the two co-favorites. Shamram is just behind them in this, basically a group of three players that you're going to see single digits odds on. Um, I think... Scotty Scheffler is the man to beat. He won this last year. He was in uh, world number one uh, for the first time teeing it up that week, and he, should, he backed it up with a win. Um, he's actually in, improved his game ever since then, won a couple more times on tour this, this year and looked pretty good at the match play before. So I, I would still say that Scotty's the man to beat. I would love to see Rory win this year, complete the career grand slam. Um, but if I had to pick one guy, I, I think the odds-on favorite in Scheffler is is the man to beat this week. We're about to go to an ad break, but just before we do, John, really appreciate you chatting to us. Thelines.com. Just tell our listeners what they can find on there. Yeah, well, thank you guys for the call. I was I was telling Sam before this, I'm honeymooning in New Zealand in, in October, so maybe I'll oh. catch a fight with you guys when I'm down there. Come on in. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, thelines.com uh, is where you can find all of my written work, plenty of articles this week, and then at PGA Tout. Uh, on Twitter is where you can find all of my tweets. Brilliant, John. Love chatting to you. And uh, let's stay in touch and we'll get you in studio when you're down in New Zealand on your honeymoon. Oh, I need some tips uh, from the locals on what we should do down there. We're just looking on TripAdvisor and YouTube videos right now, but any any help is welcome. Mate, we'll point you in the right direction. Absolutely no problem at all. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. Thank you, guys. Cheers, mate. There's John. Hasselbauer from thelines.com. Go and have a look at that uh, website. Lots of good previews, particularly with the Masters. We'll come back after a break.